0: Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the CW's new series, Kung Fu. Watch it Wednesdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
1: I'm Lindsay Weber.
0: And Lindsay said, Do you have an opener? And I was like, Of course I have an opener. And here's my opener. Here's a headline from Just Jared. Irina Shake shares first photo of daughter Leah, and, quote, daddy Bradley Cooper is involved too. Uh, Did you see that?
1: No. The quote, Daddy. Quote, Daddy
0: confused me. That's why I clicked it. And I was like, why is Daddy in quotes? And then I realized it's because it's a photo of Irina Shake holding the baby's hand. And the caption is, my dream for at Ricardo Tichy at Burberry, photo by Daddy. So, wait, uh, Bradley Cooper wait. took the photo. Oh, okay, I thought the like... quotes around Daddy for Bradley Cooper were just doing a lot of work. And I wasn't sure exactly what work it was doing. What?
1: So... <laughs> I'm sure Bradley Cooper gets daddy a lot in many contexts, but right. the quotes around daddy, I mean, it's just very confusing. It could mean anything. It could mean anything. And also, like, why did she add the designers? Like, I just don't... Because she's I think a weird she's doing one.
0: spawn. She's modeling, she's she's modeling some She's a weird one. Birds of a feather.
1: She's a weird bird, I would say.
0: <laughs> one of the weirder birds. I mean, look who yeah. she had a baby with.
1: I mean, he's like a... He's a true freak. She's a weird <laughs> bird, you
0: know? <laughs> He's a true freak. She's a trooper.
1: She's a trooper and a true bird.
0: She's a true per. Yeah. You are listening to Who's There, our weekly call in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619 Who, Them. Banter at a minimum today because there are so many calls. We wanted to play a lot of calls today.
1: I mean, you keep banter at a minimum today.
2: Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Um, I've been pretty behind on the show and my friend has been, like, begging me to catch up because of this whole Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers at Disney World thing because I am big into Disney. I am a Disney influencer, you would say. Irrelevant shit, but I know this world very well, so my friend was like, you have to listen to this. It's so funny. Blah, blah, blah. I finally catch up on the episode, and I watch all the videos of Shailene and Aaron at Disney World, and I know exactly what happened. Here's what happened. None of those videos were filmed by Chip and Co., And there's a lot of reasons why you can tell that they weren't filmed by Chip and Co. First of all, they're too nice. (laughs) The videos are too high quality. The Tom Brady one in particular is filmed inside of a Disney attraction, which you cannot do as a guest that like is something that only Disney would do. He's like clearly lit by like floodlight studio lights inside the rise of the resistance queue. You can't like do a walk and talk in the exit of an attraction. It's just like not safe for like guest flow. Um, The Aaron and Shailene one is a little less clear because they're just in the hotel lobby, but I still think it's, like, way nicer than anything any fan site would film in terms of quality, especially the opening shot of them, like, outside the hotel. So here's what I deeply believe happened. Disney filmed these promos with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Shailene Woodley, and they do these pretty frequently where they'll have big celebrities come to Disney World and, like, promote – I don't know, like, with Tom Brady, it was clearly the Star Wars attraction, with Shailene and Aaron, I think it's just, like, general, like, go Disney World, there's another pandemic happening. And Chip and Co. is, like, receiving leaked footage and posting it, which happens a lot with fan sites. Fan sites get leaks all the time, and typically Disney doesn't take them down because it, like, draws attention to it, or I don't really know their reasoning, but, like, there's many, 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 many examples of disney not taking things down like this and even bigger stuff than this like more consequential stuff so when you say like what do these celebrities think they're filming they're filming with disney and then these fan sites are stealing the footage and reposting it they have like people on the inside who are like leaking them this footage um so that is what i believe is happening which like makes a lot more sense (laughs) than like them being tricked by a tripping company which i don't think like i don't think any celebrity would be tricked by a tripping company um So that's just my two cents and would be interested to see what the publicist said, if anything, to the contrary. But that's truly what I think is happening. Uh, Good form. Bella Thorne. Crunch, crunch. Thanks for everything you do. Bye.
1: Any further response for that publicist?
0: Oh, they stopped responding to me a week ago, honey. (laughs) They did not. They stopped caring. They stopped well, caring about me as quickly as Shailene Woodley stopped caring about Disney the moment they left, you know?
1: Since we started this investigation, a few things, other things have happened. Basically, the official Disney channels posted this video, like mm. on their Twitter, on their da-da-da. So, like, it basically was repositioned as coming from Disney, which I think yes. it was where it came from, as this caller implies, from the first place, but was, like, picked up by Chip probably and, Co, and then it wasn't clear yeah. to us where it came from.
0: We also got a tweet from a Disney expert whose theory was... This was before the video ended up on the official Disney channels. Mm. Um, and also everything that the caller said and the fact that the timeline is such that it was on Chip & Co. first, then it was on official Disney channels, supports the caller's theory that it was leaked to them and that Disney just straight up didn't care. But regarding the Tom Brady video, which is even stranger because it does seem like it was never meant to be published, that also supports the leak theory and this twitter person's theory who said that sometimes the fan sites just get sort of like b-roll like this so that they can use it for their own videos as like stock footage that's license free because ultimately that just disney gives it to these fan sites so that they can just make content on their own that promotes disney you know so mm-hmm. the tweeter thought that they got the tom brady thing and then it was just accidentally uploaded like they didn't need to upload it because they should have done other things with it but also who knows the original theory makes a lot of sense they just got all this footage early and decided to post it.
1: Yeah, I feel like we were just tricked by the kind of order of how things went when maybe these Disney right. pros know that sometimes these kind of overeager Disney sites get the videos before, Di- which I think is crazy that Disney is not but I guess it's because Disney itself doesn't have like a place that they post stuff. They just have like their PR site.
0: They section. have their PR site, yeah. So
1: it's not really like, oh, Disney has this content. Am I missing something? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think think i'm right they don't really have a good place to put them but they're like well we do have like thousands of fan blogs that we Mm -hmm. could reach out to and and place you know
0: it got uploaded to the disney parks website over a week after it was uploaded to chip and co (laughs) and the reason it was so confusing to us was because chip and co everywhere it says that it's not affiliated with disney and yet they were the only place on the internet that had this video right this all makes sense now
1: i have to say when you see these places are not affiliated with disney put your thinking cap on and say mm-hmm. oh these places not affiliated with disney or are they kind of affiliated with disney
0: <laughs> uh-huh and also if you go to the disney parks website where this was uploaded officially all of the photos are better quality too so mm. everything seems much nicer much more above the board much more understandable.
1: <laughs> okay, but back to the like crux of the issue. Wow, I'm using crux a lot recently. Did you yeah. I've said it like four times over the past three episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Um, the the crux of the issue, really though, is this couple. And did they know what they were? <laughs> have they ever been to Disney before? Like, <sighs> why are they doing this? Like, that like really is the question. Mm-hmm. How did they get? They must have gotten invited on Disney Dime or something. I mean, there must. Oh, be they some definitely sort didn't of, pay there must be some sort of future deal in the works with one of these people and Disney and some sort of thing that's happening. They definitely
0: didn't pay. And also Aaron Rodgers, I think we talked about his Jeopardy stuff. Like... Aaron Rodgers is like trying to figure out what he's doing next. So like he's on a publicity spiral right now. Right, so he know?
1: might be like reaching he like Disney yeah. might be in talks with him about something, something and they're like, "Oh, while we're in talks, like you've free, here's a free invite to come VIP to the parks, like br- like come whenever." And he brought Jaylene and they went.
0: He's just a smart celebrity to pick if you want to get press for something because did you see yesterday the news was, today's Thursday, yesterday, yesterday. the news was that his appearance on Jeopardy boosted their ratings by 14%. Wow. Like his week was wow. up fourteen percent.
1: They just revealed the like people hosting it, for the next like rollout of people, and it really is quite a random smattering mm-hmm. of people. It's kind of charming that yeah. all these people want to host Jeopardy.
0: Yeah, I like I like the guest spot thing. I mean, I don't I don't think that he's really in the running towards becoming America's next top Jeopardy host. But it's a fun week, a fun thing for him. I to do, do
1: think it's a harder job than maybe he'd want he to take like anybody would want to really take on this like grind but you know it could be a great gig for like kind of a random person that we don't expect to rise yeah. up and kind of be like the jeopardy person
0: and he clearly wants to be on camera so clearly you know. wants clearly, to be on camera. clearly and he's clearly well on liked camera. on camera okay next call
3: hi Lindsay and bobby um long time long time this is your second favorite olivia calling And I am just listening to the Tuesday episode, and you talked about Gabby Barrett. And I i have a very – I know who she is for a very strange reason. She's married to another American Idol person. I guess she was on American Idol. I know who they are because they went on a double date with one of the Duggar couples on um, their new show, Counting On. And one of the like Duggars moved to Los Angeles, so they went on a double date with Gabby and her husband to like see to like see how you can like still be true to Jesus in Hollywood and sin. Um, and this leads me to my question: Are the Duggars whose or not? Like I don't think they can even be them. Um, so are the Duggars from the well-known TLC show Nineteen Kids and Counting? Who? Thank you. The
1: Duggars are such who's? Are you kidding me? First of all, name a first name and not Ginger or G- that's G- the
0: only Jinger, w- like Singer, like Finger. <laughs> the only one I knew that's was Ginger, we and Ginger is about the one, her. and Ginger is the one who went on the double date with Gabby and Cade, the country couple. Ginger, apparently, he and Jeremy.
1: her also her husband was American Idol.
0: Oh, like it's Gabby, Ginger. Barrett. Fuck, I I got it wrong. It is Ginger. I isn't literally
1: it? <laughs> told you it was Ginger. It's Wait. ginger.
0: Oh, we had this God, argument last brain. time. I know. I always we had forget what this the argument,
1: right and we were like, is. "Oh, is it jinger? Is it singer? It's like, ginger. it's a ginger. It's ginger." Okay, are the Duggars whose? Yes, every single last one of them is a who. <laughs> all the Jays are who's, and all the Jays' offspring's are who's.
0: Until the end of time, they will be who's forever and I cannot
1: ever. believe there's still a TV show on with them on it. It's Ginger crazy Duggar could to me. be president
0: of the United States of America and still be a who. I'm sorry.
1: They're going to last longer than keeping up. Like, this is crazy.
0: If one of them became president, then they would have a reality show about, like, making the White House bigger. We need more rooms, <laughs> you know, like, and they would still be who's.
1: I just, I just, there really is TV programming for everyone across our great cable landscape.
0: Yes. If you want to fall into a very dark place, look up the photos of Ginger Duggar and Jeremy Volo on a double date with Gabby Barrett and Kate Foner, because let me tell you something. Where'd they go? No day looks less Cheesecake fun. Cheesecake
1: factory? They Where'd wandered they go? Around,
0: They wandered around Los Angeles and at one point got ice cream.
1: What if they went to, I I see them at the Cheesecake Factory in the Americana. That's just me. I know you've been there. If there
0: were <laughs> photos of them at the Cheesecake Factory in the Americana, I would not call it a dark double date. I would, you would call say it a It looks like they
1: had a good time because oh, you yeah. know you had a good time there oh, once. I had a great time.
0: I had a great time. My first ever Cheesecake Factory.
1: <laughs> we ate bread. We, we, we ate, ate brown bread. bread at the bar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we ate the bread. We got a hundred apps.
1: Bobby being like, Oh, this bread is actually as good as people say. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, I know, it's fantastic." Sugar bread. I had some like
0: really good like sugar drink that was like, it was like probably like some sort of vodka or whiskey, but then it was like sugar, sugar, and apple. And I was like, "Ooh, (laughs) this is great!
1: Yeah, this is great!" Yeah. Yeah, well, a missed opportunity for them to have their double date at the Cheesecake Factory in the Americana. This is not an ad for the Cheesecake Factory.
0: An iconic in the moment. Americana. An iconic moment. Uh, truly, it's so funny that every time I go to LA, I'm miserable 99.9% of the time and the 0.1% of the time I'm having a good time at Cheesecake Factory in the Americana. <laughs> <laughs> or that Chinese place that we went that was incredible that we waited forever at. Yeah, that was a great What's place. What's that place called? D- Shout out
1: that place. It's in the it's in the Americana, right?
0: What's it called? Yeah.
1: I forget, but people will know it's the, it's the dumpling place in the we Americana. with
0: Goldie. Din Tai Fung.
1: Right. We also went to Din Tai Fung in the Americana Incredible. too. Incredible. Basically, Bobby only had fun when he was in the Americana. <laughs> I do remember Look, us walking to the Americana and you being like, I wonder what it'd be like to live here. <laughs> like, what are people with apartments like here? Like, I wonder if it'd be fun to live in these well, apartments. Well, someone wrote
0: about that apartment. And
1: then our friend Ray, like, looked up how much they were. I It got it too far. It was
0: sickening how expensive they were. <laughs> sickening.
1: Because we were imagining ourselves as the meddler. Susan Sarandon, as yeah. Susan Sarandon, the meddler. And it was like, Bobby, you could live in the Americana and walk these streets every day like Susan Sarandon, the Amer- and the meddler. She's in the Grove, but they are owned by the same company. So it's the same mm-hmm. thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Next We can
1: move
4: call. on now. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I'm calling about Gronk. I don't know anything about sports. not sports. Um, Bobby's right. There are multiple Gronkowskis. Uh, they have a YouTube channel together, which is weird. But the only video I've watched of theirs is they did a quiz for like who's the smartest Gronkowski? It was sponsored by Manscaped, I think. Uh and surprising to no one, Gronk, I seem to remember, is not the smartest Gronkowski. The other brothers are smarter than him. Too bad. The hilarious video, they're all giants and they're all good at football for a reason. So uh crunch crunch, bye.
0: They're all giants with extremely smooth balls. Do you
1: ever? <laughs> oh, because it's sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah. Let me, or
0: did you hear the opening when he's like? Today's trivia contest is brought to you by Manscaped. They make engineered tools
5: for the family jewels. We highly recommend the Lawnmower 3.0 to make your balls smooth.
1: Ew. You know who will definitely never sponsor this podcast? Manscaped.
0: Manscaped. <laughs> We got a request for Blue Chew and we were like deny 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 deny.
1: Sorry, we're not Sorry, peddling off-brand Viagra on this podcast. We'll stoop low, but not that low. Okay, the <laughs> what I love about Why do they call this... it the
0: I mean the lawnmower? Come on, like get a grip. Like masculinity <laughs> is a problem if you have to call your pubic hair grooming device the lawnmower to get a man to buy it. I
1: mean these are big boys. They got a big balls. Okay. I just want to say I think it's weird and a very like high thought to think about the idea that like a family can have multiple good at football people Uh because they all have the same genetics. So they're all huge and they all have the same overbearing parents. So they're all like pressure overbearing dad. So if you think like Gronk is one in a million, maybe that's true. But also I find it very funny that it's like there's a really good chance for all these Gronks to be good at sports because they all kind of have the same tools to work with. And I'm not talking about the shaver, the ball shaver, other (laughs) tools. I'm
0: not talking about their smooth balls.
1: But wait, I didn't watch the video. It has 2.5 million views, which is crazy. It has
0: 2.5 million views, but...
1: It has more views than half of Christina Aguilera's music videos. Sorry. But
0: but it's it's a rarity among the Gronk video content, and they've really, really slowed down their... Uh, video releases. So I'm not sure how long this is going to happen. This seems like a pandemic project that is now teetering off, petering off.
1: Also, not to be rude to Christina, I'm sure she has more views on many videos, but also I think maybe Manscaped promoted this video because it was sponsored by them. So maybe they also put some marketing budget into getting some of these views. That's my thought. Mm -hmm. Media buying 101, baby.
0: How many views do you think the official Christina Aguilera accounts... (laughs) version of sing for me one of my favorite christina aguilera uh album tracks from lotus has
1: oh it's it's gotta be 350,000 184,000 oh i told you i, yeah.
0: Told... Yeah. I told you yeah that's song, not fair no. because
1: it's not a music video it's just like a track it's they just put the tracks yeah it's just the tracks but you know that's pretty low we're talking for kind of a Music on yeah. YouTube anyways. Gronk's balls got 2.5 mil. And who's the smartest Gronk? I didn't even watch it.
0: I skipped to the end and Rob was the smartest Gronk. But that's like saying my big toe is the smartest toe. It doesn't mean anything. Anyway, <laughs> I was trying to find a quiz, see if there was like a sport website that had a quiz like, which Gronk are you? I couldn't find a quiz like that. But I did read the dad's essay about being a father to all these Gronks in Vanity Fair that was excerpted from some book about like athlete daddies. And yeah. it was like, a, it was a nightmare. Yeah. But anyway, in my research, trying to figure out which Gronk I am, am I Gordy? Am I Glenn? Am I Dan? Am I Chris? Am I Rob? Wait, not there sure. are
1: that many Gronks?
0: Yeah, there, yeah, there are that many Gronks and all How
1: many? Football. How it's many five sons gronks. are there? It's
0: five Gronks. So That's I found insane. a quiz, are you a That's Watt crazy. or a Gronk? That's the closest That's I could find. That's not the
1: same thing, though.
0: Am I J.J. Watt or am I a Gronkowski? You know, so okay. I was like, maybe I'm at least, okay. I can find it if I am a gronk.
1: Who <laughs> are you more? Are you a watt or a grunk?
0: I'm a watt. I'm a JJ. I'm not, it says, you're not quite Herculean, but you're making your best effort to be with everything you do. Come back when you've tackled a few more stage crashers. And I don't know what that means, but well, I just want to show watt you. JJ <laughs>
1: hosted SNL, so you're more yeah. likely to maybe, you're maybe oh, more okay. of an entertainer than a gronk. Oh.
0: But also, I think this was the question that took me over the edge. There was a question, which famous non-sports blonde would you most like to date? Non-sports blonde. (laughs) And it was Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, Jennifer Lawrence, or Scarlett Johansson. And I was like, I just want to hang out with Jennifer Aniston. So I answered her. Right? Wouldn't you rather hang out with Jennifer Aniston of those four blondes? I mean,
1: the question is, who would you date? But sure, if we're going, if we're just, yeah, out of all of these people, definitely Jennifer Aniston would be the lowest key. Friend
0: date. A friend date. Sure. Sure. Okay, next call. Thank you for that. I hate knowing about the Gronks. I hate it. I hate it. I hate and
1: yet, it. you can name all five.
6: Hey y'all, uh, long time, long time. Um, I had to pause the the Holly Madison, uh, the Colin show when you were talking about the theme song. And Lindsay, I could not really remember the theme song, but for some reason, the theme song to Kendra's um, spinoff show is like. Deeply ingrained in my head, even though I didn't watch it that frequently. So I thought I'd remind you of it. It goes something like this: It goes, um, "She's fun and sexy, cool and wild. First, can be, and then a child. It's just another moment in life. Being a mommy, being a wife. And then it's like, go Kendra, go Kendra. Um, and I just thought you'd appreciate that, and maybe it'll. Trigger some memories for you, too. Um, yeah. All right.
0: This triggered a memory for me because I didn't watch the show, but I did see this theme song, and I was like, oh, God, I remember laughing at this theme song back when it came out, but I did not watch <laughs> liked the show. I like the part when he went...
1: <laughs> it, what's funny is it's too short. It's like a respected rapper. <laughs> she's hot. She's
0: sexy. She's funny. And wow. Don't stop. Get busy. We love it. Your style. Just another chapter in life. Bought a new house after the night. No cutlers and no maids. You gotta do your own thing your way. Go Kendra. Go Kendra. Go Kendra. Go Kendra. You on your own now.
1: <laughs> when the lyrics like she bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own now. Okay.
0: Okay. Let's do questions. Who weekly is brought to you by Squarespace as usual. We love Squarespace.
1: We love Squarespace.
0: It's the only way we will ever have a website.
1: Is <laughs> Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing which we might have to do relatively soon.
0: Might? Uh, might? Uh-huh, uh-huh,
1: uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You said, We just came and saw you. I said, Well, this is a, this is a three sixty-five podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's
0: everyone's doing live shows these days, so all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace.
1: And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very,
0: very easy. We love Squarespace because Go to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch your website go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain.
7: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. I called a couple days ago about um, Steve Harvey's wife apparently cutting down some magnolia trees on the banks of the Mississippi River in Memphis. And I guess there was an update. Um, It's really not important. I just feel like I need to complete the story, but they said that his wife is a certified arborist and she said the trees were rotten, but the city says it doesn't matter, they're on public property, so no one has the right to cut down the trees, not even Steve Harvey's wife. But the interesting thing about the update in the article is that they live in a house once owned by Sybil Shepherd. and she built it, and apparently... Got into a legal battle with the guy who helped design it over stucco. Uh, I tried to read article. I didn't find much more about the stucco argument, but thought that was an interesting who connection to Sybil Shepard. She's a who or a them? I uh, just don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's my really non important update. Crunch, crunch.
0: I love a call that takes you on a journey.
7: Wow. The drama
1: we live for, and not only the drama we live for, but a callback saying, "I called about this before, but I've, I'm here with more information <laughs> <laughs> about the trees in front of Marjorie Harvey's house
0: that were Marjorie cut down illegally, uh-huh. allegedly, allegedly."
1: The, ar- the article about this is so good on the on the Daily Memphian. Support
0: your local paper. Support your local paper.
1: It's true. Like if we didn't have. Local news is dying, and if we didn't have this Daily Memphian article that's so fucking gorgeously mm-hmm. detailed with with stories and sources and—
0: That's why I subscribe to the San Antonio Express News, you know? I love that for you.
1: Oh, it's by Tom Bailey. Shout out Tom Bailey, who wrote, River Park's unauthorized bluff tree cutting was vandalism. So we have the full account of how Marjorie Harvey, Steve Harvey's wife— Ordered these trees to be cut down and they really weren't her trees to cut. People are mad.
0: They were on public property because they were on the like riverbed.
1: Right, because she wanted a view of the river.
0: Well, and that's said, not what she rid saying. of these trees. And no, no, yeah, no, no, she no, said no. they what were
1: she... dying. Right. She said they were dying.
0: She said they were termite infested and they were probably going to fall on her property or, you know, get her house infested with termites. So she tore them down. So but basically everyone's like, even if that is the case. That they were infested with termites, and even if that is the case, that they were rotten and going to fall on your property, you can't just do that yourself. That's vandalism.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's funny is the, I think the the punishment for this is like fifty bucks. Like it's not. Well, like no, really, I looked it up. I, I looked up because I was is like the punishment.
0: Well, I looked up the Tennessee uh, Tennessee vandalism laws, here. and it says that it's depending on like the amount of damage that they can claim. It could be anywhere from a class A misdemeanor with $2,500 in fines or a class B felony, which seems crazy. That would be $25,000 in fines. But even the, the maximum monetary punishment is only $25,000 and they're so loaded. I'm sure they do the calculus where it's like, is it worth it to just pay the fine? That's what rich people do. They're like, I'm going to break the law and I'm going to pay the fine. That's why the justice system is so fucked up. <laughs> so
1: the guy who cut them down said the trees were, quote, pretty rotten.
0: Yeah. But then the city of Memphis said that doesn't matter. It doesn't change Mm. the fact that it's still Mm. illegal to Mm. take down those trees because they are owned by the public. But we'll see where that goes. The point is it opened up this can of worms. We've never really talked about Marjorie Harvey before, who is Lori Harvey's mother. Because never forget, Steve Harvey is Lori Harvey's adopted father. Stepfather, right. Right. Because when they got married in 19 – no, in 2007, he adopted – her three children. He already had children from his previous right. marriages. I
1: did once see an incredible TikTok about uh, Marjorie that was like, You think Lori's good? Here's Marjorie's story. And it was like, She married this guy. She did this thing. She did it. Like, she's also kind of like a little bit of a.
0: She's a who queen?
1: <laughs> she's a who queen. She's yeah, a who totally. queen. They well, were like, was... Pay attention to this woman. And she really, her, her history is wild. She's got a lot going on.
0: They've both been married a couple times before. Steve and Marjorie but one of her most interesting ex was this guy named Jim Townsend and he was this I don't know like people call him drug kingpin drug dealer anyway he was investigated by the government for a long time while they were together and then they were married when he was investigated then he was put in prison for conspiracy to possess with the intent to distribute cocaine just like drug crimes annoying so he was put in prison and was sentenced to life President Obama pardoned him right before he left office in 2016. He got out of prison and then he was like talking to all the tabloids, but like shitty tabloids like Radar. And he was like, I'm going to write a tell-all about my ex-wife, Marjorie. And no. nothing, like nothing ever happened. So it Yeah, well, sounds Steve like it all, showed like, up and <laughs>
1: said, how much to not write a tell-all about Marjorie?
0: And so nothing ever came of that.
1: 10 people were polled on the streets of Memphis, and how many said how much money it will take for you to not write a book about Marjorie? Sorry, I haven't seen Family Feud* in a while, but that's like how it is, right? (laughs) Survey says... Ding. Survey says one million dollars.
0: <laughs> I'm like ten million dollars, Steve. <laughs> good, answer, good answer, good answer, good answer. Good answer,
1: good answer, good
0: answer. Okay, but that's Marjorie's past. She does like vaguely fashion stuff. She like had a fashion blog. She sold handbags for a while. I think she might still sell handbags. It looks like the bulk of her time when it comes to like job work is their foundation, because they have like this charity foundation, the Marjorie and Steve Harvey Foundation. And so I think she does a lot of the work there. That's like where her yeah. you know efforts go.
1: I'm sure so, I'm sure she's also spent, you know, months months and months and months planning her daughter's wedding to, oh, to michael B. B. jordan oh, over the course. past <laughs> i'm kidding they're not engaged but i think she's no, that wedding's no, going to already, be the wedding the of the
0: fucking century are you kidding yeah. oh my god it, yeah, And that's right. definitely gonna happen not if when
1: not if when yeah
0: the thing i didn't know about her is how they met they met god steve is such like for like writing all these books about how to treat women <laughs> he met his wife and offered to marry her while he was married to someone else and like loves telling the story like he's so clueless they met when he was still doing comedy I saw one report say it was in 1987 one report say it was in 1990 when they told the story on the Steve Harvey show they didn't give a date but let's just say suffice it to say it was like late 80s early 90s
1: is it think like a man act like a woman or act like think act like, like, like a, a woman, lady think like, like a man, like a
0: man act like a lady act think like, like a, a man.
1: lady. think like a man.
0: take your brain to the most sexist possible interpretation, okay, of okay. I it's was that like, one. is it yeah. the other one? because
1: the other one's kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, it's act like a lady. It would be a it would be like a fun a gender
0: switch if it were the other one.
1: He's not really acting like a lady by exactly. trying to marry some lady at the comedy club when, when he's he already is married. already married.
0: So in like, let's say circa 1990, he was doing a show in Memphis. She shows up late and she does the comedy thing where like he comments on the people who were coming in late and she's very beautiful. And he says, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is, but I'm going to marry her.
8: So he stayed quiet so long staring at me. Now everybody in the club is looking at me. And so he finally realized, okay, I got to say something. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know who this is, but I'm going to marry her. But he didn't do it right then. He should have. He
4: should have.
2: He wasted a whole lot of time.
0: He was married to someone else at the time. He divorced that wife, married someone else, divorced that wife, then reconnected with Marjorie and married her. Wow. Marjorie also had marriages between then and then. So, I mean, there are ways like, oh, they finally took their long and winding road to each other they're very happy together. So
1: in a way, if he was not married at the time, it's kind of a cute story.
0: <laughs> it's a cute story. No, it really is a cute story. Okay. But back to the house. I think I did I send you the realtor.com link cuz I found the link cuz in the court cases about this, which we'll get into in a second, they had the like address, so it was very easy to find the realtor.com No, link. I
1: saw the I also saw it's the realtor. It's beautiful. It's it's, a, a really it's cool actually house. like
0: really beautiful and it's like a house that was built in the 90s that I'm looking at the photos on the inside and it's very
1: modern. It's modern, but
0: it's not dated. It's like chic still. Hmm. It's like very minimalist, modern chic.
1: Well, it was built by a very well known. Uh, Francis Ma, architect named Francis Ma who I guess went to Yale school, Yale architect school. I knew mm-hmm. all this because I was reading the court cases between him and Sybil Shepard because apparently he <laughs> built this house for with Sybil some of the materials that uh, he didn't say that he was going to build the house with. He said he was mm-hmm. going to build the house with certain things but then he didn't and Sybil and him got into a argument and a legal dispute and she got paid a bunch of money back by some of these manufacturing companies well, that Lindsay, made she these had like, crappy materials she did
0: give it back because there's she sued so she was apparently this dispute involved the house starting to like rot around the windows and like the wood was rotting because of moisture and so she was like, what the fuck? This is this new house. I put so much work because she's from Memphis. She, and I built
1: it. I, I built this I moved back house. here. Lindsay posted,
0: right. <laughs> Lindsay posted this profile. Lindsay found this Sorry, profile. Sorry, I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> this profile that you, she put in here and I was reading the profile and then I was like, wait, what's the source? And the source is a magazine called World Traveler Magazine. And it was the cover story of World Traveler Magazine. Looks like about 2000, maybe 1999. And the cover story headline was Sybil Liberties." <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, absolutely <laughs> taking me to the floor. Civil liberties. Civil
1: liberties. Well, she talks about why she's in Memphis. She says, uh, Shepherd gets dreamy about talking about her Memphis. She quotes William Faulkner and calls out pre-Civil War buildings. And Pre-Civil War, places. pre-Civil War buildings. I know, I know. You can almost see the mud oh between my her God. toes. And when she muses about the Mississippi and the Yazoo River Delta, uh. Mud Island River Park, and other points of interest. In her wistfulness, you can also see the river boats and cotton bales and the flow of muddy water. I don't
0: want to see that, Sybil. <laughs> I don't want to see uh-huh. that. And it's weird that you want to see that. So, I mean, also, this was like 2000 before people were willing to call out people for glamorizing the antebellum South. So, that's, true. that's just the side note. Sybil loves this house. Sybil loves Memphis. This lawsuit, again, I tried to read the legal briefs and I tried to understand it. This is to so the best the of house my ability. It's supposed to happen.
1: look like a riverboat. You know that, yes, right? It's like yes. an
0: abstract riverboat. It's boat. supposed to look okay. like a modern riverboat. And mm-hmm. she wanted to have stucco on the outside. And then the stucco is supposed to cover this like weatherproofing stuff, like drive it or something, weather, some brand. I have
1: to say though, like, do you sue the architect or do you sue well, the Well, here's the problem. Okay. She
0: complained to the architect and the contractor. The architect and the contractor said it was the window's fault, the, the windowed manufacturer. And so they sued the window company, which was called Weather Shield, I believe. Weather Shield. Yeah. Right. And they sue them. In their case, this, again, please, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this is gospel, but legalese is so hard for me to see. And also, I found the actual court records. It seemed like I got this right, but ugh. They sued Weather Shield. They won. Sybil won. And it was over $100,000 in damages because I guess they had to repair everything, replace all this stuff because it all got rotted because it wasn't properly sealed. The Weather Shield company appealed and also won. So all of it was reversed because they said not so fast. They didn't bring it to our attention until the warranty had already lapsed. But anyway, this whole big Sybil Shepherd to do happened in this house before the Harveys moved in. And again, Basically, Marjorie
1: got not only this beautiful house, but she got the, the, the fixing of the beautiful house. She got the, the version. She, she got to avoid the drama of the house. You know what? She caused her own drama by cutting down the trees, but she avoided mm-hmm. the drama of
0: the house itself. Oh, the house is beautiful. And once again, Memphis finds a way to be spoken about in this podcast. Incredible. We love Memphis here. We stand Memphis.
1: Mm. I've never been, but I'm, it's great. I can't wait to go.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll go to the Bass Pro Shops one day.
1: I'm seeing that pyramid. I will <laughs> see that pyramid before I go. We'll go. When I, we, will. When we take I trip, will.
0: When we take our trip through West Virginia to Nashville, we'll find a way can to like re- scoop can- around and get into Memphis. Can-
1: you all you say that, but I don't think it's on the way. Um, no, we will. Uh the funniest thing about this is can you imagine Sybil Shepherd being like, Ah, Memphis, I have such fond memories there. The pyramid, the bass brush pyramid.
0: <laughs> but we'll keep you updated in case anything comes of this. If if you know, is Marjorie gonna go to prison? Is Marjorie gonna pull a Lori Laughlin? Just do this thing that she thinks is okay, and then it's just gonna send her to prison? She gonna be made an example of?
1: Marjorie's gonna pay ten thousand dollars to some official under the table and get this all removed from the record
0: it's like today on family feud the memphis yes. da and his family and his
4: beautiful family, and his
8: beautiful family.
4: <laughs> hi Lindsay body uh long time long time um i just called the podcast y'all were talking about taylor page and jesse Williams dating and i was like oh am I thinking of the same person because of zola and finally i looked it up so Zoe Kravitz posted her and Taylor Page. And it's like this is a thing, or whatever the caption says. Ugh, I should have looked. So dot 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 space. This is a thing. At Taylor. Hashtag. This is important. So like, what's going on? Um, please inform me. Um, good form.
0: Well But. Zoe Kravitz has been <laughs> on one since her divorce, okay? She has been so over the top on Instagram for the past like she four really months. Has that been. like you she have to take really everything she does with been. a grain of salt. Also keep in mind a month ago Taylor Page and as we said Jesse Williams profess their undying love to each other on the on the pages of GQ that is not hap- that is not changing anytime soon maybe it's an open relationship I would be willing to believe that if it weren't Zoe Kravitz just 2 days ago she posted like a happy birthday to Aaliyah Shawcott and said 3 days ago Happy birthday, at Mutant Aaliyah. You are a magical being, and I love growing old with you. That's also incredibly romantic.
1: A lot of people are like, oh, maybe they're together. And I'm like, maybe, but also like the like, I, I just don't think so. I just think that they're, I think they're being cute, and they're being a little flirty, and I think they're kind of playing y'all. And maybe they didn't realize it would blow up like this. Because yeah. really, we got so many calls that were like, but yeah. they're together. And it's like. I don't know. The
0: thing is, people really like Zoe, and people are really starting to like Taylor. Like, yeah. Taylor's new. Zoe is an existing, like, She's buzzy, really yeah. beloved, like, young celebrity. Mm hmm. And also, like, you look at the comments. Like, you have Jeremy O'Hara's being like, I ship it. You have Tommy Dorfman saying, like, dub, 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 dub. They get the attention from other people who have a lot of attention on them. You know, like, other mm-hmm. hip people.
1: I just think it's... I I don't think that Taylor and Jesse broke up. I'm pretty sure they're still together. We would know if they broke up, if this was a thing.
0: I think a friendship with Zoe Kravitz is intense and passionate. I think she takes her friendships very, very seriously. She has a very passionate energy
6: <laughs> yeah
1: and i do think like the question it's like um when jeremy harris comments like beauties i ship this it's like everyone's kind of like joking about the mm-hmm. kind of this new friendship being like oh ooh, ooh. you know mm-hmm. i obviously am also like ooh, this could be fun if they were together sure. i also am like think, i think that's a wishful thinking vibe that we're all having but when you kind of break it down, it's like we know that Taylor has been with Jesse and we know that, uh, what's her face, just got a divorce. We know that Zoe just literally Zoe. like a few months ago just got a divorce from this guy Carl. And it just feels <sighs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, it feels unlikely that it's anything more than just like a deep, loving friendship. Tell your friends you love them. Confuse yes. people. I love you that should. vibe. Make people think you're fucking your friends <laughs> on social media. <laughs>
4: hi lance bass's assistant is playing the circle catfishing as lance
6: bass i just
0: crunch crunch just like we got a lot of calls about taylor page and zoe kravitz we got a lot of calls about lance bass's assistant being on the new season of netflix's the circle which shocked me and then i was like motherfucker now i have to watch the circle season two and i did and i i'm entirely caught up what a disaster
1: that show is like what did i say to you it's like it's like the most just everything is dystopian right like you like if you you reach a certain age and you feel like everything's dystopian Mm -hmm. but if you were if an alien were to see this show they would turn around and leave like they don't want (laughs) that if that dorito who came to
0: who our planet a few weeks ago like (laughs) saw the show would go to another planet immediately
1: it's why black mirror is not good anymore it's because we're making the the we're black the mirror glass. we're through yeah we've already went, we've gone too far mm-hmm. we have cyber trucks maybe and we have <laughs> the circle and we don't need black mirror because there's not unless it takes unless there's new ideas we've already reached the kind mm-hmm. of what what we were warned about you know
0: the circle for those of you who aren't familiar congratulations <laughs> because I'm telling you watching the show will melt your brain not only is it convoluted. <laughs> Its rules are so nebulous and weird. And the way that you have to behave when you are in the circle is unfathomable to me. And everything is bright. There's fluorescent lighting everywhere. There are cameras everywhere, but you're alone. You can't have it's the internet. Big you can't. Brother have a phone. hell.
1: And the only internet you have is you're connected by a fake social network called the circle to the other people in the apartment
0: building. And you can only <laughs> use your voice to use it. Why? Because it works better for television.
1: You have to say, Hey Circle, send message. What's up, girl? Smiley face.
0: <laughs> Hashtag Mondays Am I Right? <laughs> or something. You know, like <laughs> yeah. send.
1: Why in the circle do they have to use hashtags? Like, that's a weird... I think that's... they're all
0: told to communicate as internet-y as possible to make it like yeah. a shtick. But the the right. point of the show, if there is one, I think it's to show like, wow, isn't the way we quote-unquote communicate now interesting? Isn't social media interesting? What would it look like if we could only communicate via social media? And I don't want to... Sp- I'm going to spoil it. The first season, the winner of the circle, you have people who are being the, their authentic selves on their social media thing, The Circle, then you have people who are faking, then ultimately there is a winner. It's the person that everyone likes the most who doesn't get kicked off, right? The winner of the first season of The Circle was a straight white guy playing himself. And I was like, I don't think the show sees how fucked up it is. It was trying to make a statement about how, like, on the internet you can be whoever you want to be, you can pretend, whatever. And it's saying, the winner is still... (laughs) The straight guy, white guy, who isn't even pretending, who isn't even trying, and I was just like, like, "Be
1: yourself, a straight hot white guy." (laughs) Right.
0: And so this season, you have like a woman pretending to be her boyfriend, but pretending that the boyfriend is a single father. A British reality star, like being herself. Another, another like breath expert, being himself. A straight guy pretending to be his like woman friend. Okay. Then in episode three, their little alert goes off and they all have to pop up off their Joybird furniture. And it's like, we have a new person entering the circle, which happens sometimes. They throw you for a loop. And the new person is, they claim, Lance Bass. And so the show uh, hy- hypes it up, hypes it up. Here comes Lance Bass. I
1: have to hand it to them. This season, they have, you know, because everybody's like, someone's a catfish, somebody's real, and they're all trying to figure out you. Yeah, they're who used to it. You. But they introduce this woman, Chloe something. What's her last name? I forget.
0: Chloe Veitch.
1: She's literally like, I'm from another reality show, too hot to handle,
0: mm-hmm. and
4: <laughs>
1: who got I kicked off early? It. Which is funny because The Circle and Too Hot to Handle were on at the same time, remember, mm-hmm. around the same time, and people were like obsessed with both. Or maybe it was not too The Circle. Maybe it was what was the other one where people fell in love and then for the first time people were obsessed with it.
0: Dating the around? Other,
1: no, uh, no, the one where they t- they met and they were just they weren't allowed to see each other. And they talked. And oh, they, my like, God. What was that show? The, what, the, I mean, the, was with the like foggy torture. mirror? People Love is were Blind. obsessed with it. Love is Blind. Love is Blind. So Love is Blind and Too Hot to Handle were kind of around at the same Ooh, time. I hated okay, Love is Blind. I hated right. Love is Blind. <laughs> okay. Well, what do you hate more? The Circle or Love is Blind?
0: <sighs> I don't ever want to watch Love is Blind again. <laughs> I will watch, I will keep watching the circle until my brain is fully mush. Until Melting it is out just of your ears. Full. Like, I feel like I am fully disassociating when I'm watching the circle.
1: Okay, well, Lisa can be a nice feeling sometimes to fully disassociate. Okay.
0: They say, here comes Lance, here comes Lance. They put on his profile picture, it's a photo of Lance Bass holding two dogs. Some of the people in the circle are old enough to know who he is. Some of the people are too young to know who he is. Some of them, like Chloe, are too British to know who he is.
1: What's N-Y-N-S-Y-N say? Come on, Chloe! don't give up. You got this. I don't understand.
0: And then he shows up and it's like, and here comes Lance Bass. It's Michelle Boutot, like, doing the, the narration. And then in walks a random white lady.
4: Surprise! I'm Lisa from Los Angeles. I'm 42 years old and a personal assistant. My boss is NSYNC superstar Lance Bass. I've been working for him for over 14 years. Most of my job is taking his dogs to the groomers. Lance is a boss. He's pretty incredible.
0: And she's pretending to be Lance Bass because she's Lance Bass's assistant And quote-unquote knows Lance Bass better than Lance Bass knows himself.
1: My first thought is that, is there a reality show Lance Bass won't try to get on at this point? I mean, he's literally like, this dude's on every single fucking show. I mean, he even is on a show where he's not even on the show. He's fake on the show.
0: (laughs) He's like, good luck. What's her name? Like, Lisa?
1: Her name's Lisa Del Campo. It's like,
0: good luck, Lisa. Like, I have faith in you. And keep in mind, the winner of this show gets $100,000. So immediately, the people on the circle are like, why is Lance Bass trying to steal $100,000 right. from me? Right. And then and then Lisa's like, oh, I was expecting this question. And it's like, she doesn't even know how to answer it. Right. So she just dodges the question. I would kick question. her off
1: immediately. She's getting blocked the fuck out of that show immediately. Forget it.
0: No spoilers, but I, she is Who not cares? out yet. And I think that she's going to get blocked. So I love this interview she did with People. It says, did it take any arm twisting to convince Lance to allow you to do this? Like, did you have to promise not to get drunk or something? And she says, no, I he, he knew I'd be on my best behavior. And then it says, were you surprised by the people who didn't know who he was or who NSYNC was? And she says, I guess. I knew some of the younger people may not know who he is, but I knew that some people would definitely know that it was him. Uh... That's the part that I think is the funniest thing for our purposes, that not everyone in the circle knew who Lance Bass was.
1: That's... Hilarious. The like old
0: gay guy was like, oh, my king. Like he, he was I mean, I was thinking about this it. a
1: lot because did we talk about Bad Trip on the podcast yet? Did we cut it? It stay? No, I don't remember we, no, if we, we, did. Talked, about we talked
0: about it. We talked about it. We, did, we talked about it,
6: yeah.
1: Right. Because I watched that and then was thinking about the – because somebody called in about that. Then I watched it. Loved it, by the way. Bad Trip. Fantastic. Loved it. But mm-hmm. was thinking about how I felt it was like so weird that people didn't recognize Tiffany Haddish, you know, when she's out mm-hmm. there like essentially – playing a different person and then I saw a behind the scenes video and they had this uh, cameo from Chris Rock but they Mm -hmm. couldn't use it because people kept recognizing him because it's fucking Chris Rock like people aren't gonna like think Chris Rock is a cop like they had Chris Rock pretend to be a cop pulling over Eric Andre or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, the point is is like I was just like, yeah. How did you think that was going to work? And it didn't work. And they were talking about different strategies they had during filming. That if somebody did recognize Eric Andre, a PA, a PA would come up to them and be like, "Hey, uh, I know you. Kind of know what's going on here. Can I like tell you? Can I push you to the side and kind of tell you, and so we can keep it moving? Like they mm-hmm. would kind of like, okay. okay, they would kind of fix the situation to save the save the take or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yes, it is surprising to me they didn't know who Lance Bass was. But maybe when they said what in, they said in sync, people knew what it was yeah. like. Lance Bass, maybe, no, but in gotta, maybe, maybe.
0: Lance Bass is a who, right?
1: No, I just think that he's extremely hooey. So even if he had any themness to him, the hooeyness of his post insync career is overwhelming. You know, mm-hmm. like this guy, I mean... Again, is there, a, is there a reality franchise he hasn't touched? Is there a thing he hasn't waited on? If you're wondering anything about boy bands, Lance Bass is there. I recently <laughs> saw a, a music video by some reality star in which he showed up at the end or something. Oh, it's a drag queen! It was Joey Jay from the most recent season, and Joey did a, did a music video about w- where she dressed up as as all of Sync, and at the end, Lance Bass showed up. And I was like, I get it, like he's gay, like there's a connection, like drag race, whatever, but I'm like, he's Everywhere. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. This guy.
0: Now I'm just like, oh, I got to keep watching the circle. It's such, okay, maybe you should a, it's keep a, tra- watching. it's a travesty. New yeah. episodes drop this week. Okay. okay <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey, Lindsay, Bobby, first time, long time. I wanted to let you know that I am currently watching Friday night, 8 PM, a Tanache one hour like live concert event only for Duke students that I found out about through a newsletter. It was buried like at least five listings in. So far, the event is going well. Uh, it's like Tanache dancing in a small room. Definitely a lot of lighting and video people involved here. Colors keep changing. There's like two backup dancers. She's a pretty good dancer. And then like every 15 minutes, she'll go like Hey Duke, just so you know that like it's not pre recorded or something. I don't know. It seems like pretty cooey behavior, but people seem to be having a good time in the Zoom comments. A lot of uh a lot of compliments and like fake virtual applause. So just uh keeping an eye on Tinashe from Durham, North Carolina virtually.
8: Crunch crunch.
0: I wanted to play this call. I was so happy to get this call because tanache Tinashe was kind of early in the pop stars using live streams to do she concerts. She did COVID. a
1: virtual reality concert where yeah. she was like a cartoon. She's a legend for that.
0: She really is very forward thinking. She's very, I'm not, it sounds facetious. I'm not being facetious.
1: She's down is how I think of Tanache. You know, you have that friend who is always down. You're like, oh, I'll invite like whoever. They're they're always down. They'll come. Yeah. And it's like something you love them for. That's how I feel at Tinashe. I'm like, she's our most down pop star, you know?
0: Yes. And um, she's really and she's good like at like- she's like a
1: fucking triple threat, you know? Like she's exact- just like- Oh my she's God. Crazy. Quadruple
0: threat. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I mean, I um, don't know what
1: the- f- I don't know what four things are, but she's definitely got them all, you know?
0: I found out about this because you texted us in a thread and you were like, Tinashe did this show- and I'm I'm laughing because it's for Duke University. I can't tell like what 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 it was. It says Tanache live at Duke University virtually, whatever. But that really wasn't the point of your text. It was just a really good live show.
1: What's funny about Tanache is you say, like, LMAO, why does this video say Tanache live at Duke University? I'm not even gonna interrogate that. I'm just gonna ask it. Then I'm gonna watch the entire thing because it's like And then fun. we were
0: commenting on how good the video was.
1: Right. But she does say, like, hey Duke. <laughs> hey like, Duke! <laughs> you're like, is she at Duke or is she live streaming too? To Duke. First of all, I mm-hmm. thought she was at Duke, but then they weren't showing the crowd, and I thought that was weird. And I was like, "So is she in North Carolina at all?" And it's like, "No, she's literally at not home. there. She's at her own house doing <laughs> at a home. live stream for them." Yeah. Duke.
7: Duke! 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 How you guys
8: feeling?
0: I was wondering privately, I wonder if any hooligans go to Duke, and if so, did they go to the Tanache concert? And, and did turns they put out, two yes. and two together
1: and give us a call? Right. No, totally. And
0: we did. And so we got someone who actually got the email, said, hey, Tinashe's performing for students. Click here to watch. And they clicked there to watch and literally watched it on Zoom.
1: You and I both know the power of a live event. So I feel like it mm-hmm. is... It is, I, I'm jealous that you got to have like a chat room while you watch Tinashe with other college students. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. jealous.
0: <laughs> and it is Flame Friday, so of course we had to play a Tanache call.
8: It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetIns.com sample-policy. Spot pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Long time, long time. Uh, I was just seeing in the news that
7: they cast john cameron mitchell as joe exotic in the new joe exotic tiger king you know real show that they'll have and i was just wondering if you guys could talk about him i think he's a broadway them he's a them to a lot of us but um but i know that he's not that well known and it's a pretty high profile project so yeah was just curious about your thoughts if you had any on the matter all right scar joe yummy pop crunch crunch
6: Hillary Duff is starring in a "How I Met Your Father" spinoff. What? Crunch,
1: crunch. These two, I bunch together because they're the same vibe. They're mm-hmm. the same kind of question, which is like, "What?" And it's hilarious because <laughs> they're the same John- question,
0: which is, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: You know, like, like John Cameron yeah. Mitchell is playing Joe Exotic. Hillary Duff is starring in "How I Met Your Father." What?
0: What? A role that it was originally offered to Greta Gerwig. Didn't she actually well, film Gerwig the pilot? Well, Greta Gerwig
1: wrote, I think she wrote it too.
0: Oh, she maybe. wrote it? I thought she just yeah. filmed the pilot. Ugh.
1: Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. I think she definitely did film the, it definitely was filmed and it definitely was something that was How in I met your production dad, yeah. and turned down How I Met Your Dad. And now it's being done by the some writers from This Is Us. The Everything. I think everybody's been wanting to do this, but then the idea has been kind of passed around and now Hilary Duff, who desperately wants to be on TV, I think, because mm-hmm. Younger is ending is yeah. like I need a new vehicle to jump to and Lizzie McGuire this means that Lizzie McGuire isn't happening that's I think the maybe the, the main story behind all this
0: uh, here's the Greta Gerwig quote about filming How I Met Your Dad and she said they were going to make another one called How I Met Your Dad starring me we shot the pilot it was so much fun I loved working on it and then they take the pilot to Las Vegas to test it the audience they're given knobs they turn the knob to the right if they like it and they turn it to the left if they don't <laughs> apparently they turned the knob to the left every time I came on they didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) So I guess Hilary Duff tests better than Greta Gerwig. I gotta
1: say, I don't want Greta Gerwig on TV. Lady, keep giving us movies. I don't want you on TV. That was, like, for the best. Like, Hilary Duff, you can stay on TV. Greta Gerwig, please keep making movies. I mean, Hilary
0: Duff, her failed, like, I'm sexy Lizzie McGuire, like, I fuck. Disney Plus was like, absolutely not.
1: Well, that's why I think she was like, we are never, ever going to make the Lizzie McGuire that I, Hilary Duff, want to make in my Uh career now. And so forget it. because it's not worth it and to be honest I could probably get cast elsewhere and she did so it's like yeah. she actually probably made the right decision for her own career over the kind of nostalgia of all the fans who wanted this thing that you know was going to disappoint them so forget it and the other topic the other John Cameron Mitchell is Joe Exotic I can't
0: believe this this is
1: now our 15th Joe Exotic thing that's apparently happening right
0: it's at least the second one that is like fully like greenlit entering production because there's the nicholas cage one that's apparently going to amazon prime then there's this one
1: and so all of them are licensing different ones which is hilarious yeah. to me you know so
0: this one is going to peacock probably and it stars john cameron mitchell who is most famous for hedwig
1: i have to say i think his that's a great cat that's a great cast that's better than Nick cage for me i think as so far too. as casting it makes way so more sense in a way, I
0: think so too. And then his no. he, Carol Baskin is uh, Kate McKinnon.
1: It's also bad cast. I mean, if this if this one is supposed to be funny, maybe that's the thing. It's more of a comedy than the other one. But mm-hmm. I uh, am interested to see how these two play off against each other. And then there's another one, Rob Lowe and Ryan Murphy. Or Ryan that's Murphy that's still in development, else. but Ryan Murphy's
0: right. working on it, and so that isn't anywhere yet. And it's the assumption is that because Ryan Murphy is involved, it would go to Netflix. Right, like that's the mm. assumption. But again, no one right. knows, and it's like there are so many, there are so many versions of this happening, and I feel like we're definitely gonna have, we're gonna have uh, Joe two. Exotic fatigue by the time this actually premieres, and it's definitely. I have be Joe one of those Exotic things.
1: fatigue now.
0: At least the Cynthia Arrivo Aretha Franklin show, genius. At least that Aretha movie with jennifer hudson got pushed back because of the pandemic like that they're Would not happening at the same back, time. To back. Right. so like but it looks like all this is happening at the same time and they're going to premiere around the same time but like crazy it's ridiculous that so many of these <laughs> stories are getting made it's ridiculous
1: i also just i really think they overestimate the interest of people in tiger king that's not the original tiger king documentary like Yes, it was a fascinating, you never saw it, but it was a fascinating no, it. story. And a, it, 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 it's, it's, yes, it's a crazy story. But mm-hmm. I just feel like that's the story. I, I don't know how Nicolas Cage playing him is going to be better than that story. That we already yeah. saw, which was fantastic. You know, usually the best adaptations are taken from things that are more under the radar—an yeah. article that not everyone read, or a documentary that not everyone saw, or a story you heard from some guy, or a bunch of tweets written in a row. You know, that yeah. not doesn't have this kind of like already huge thing. It's usually yeah. the the kind of smaller things that are buzzy that make the best adaptations. If you're going to yeah. purchase and you know. Uh, license or whatever,
0: and I was wrong about Vanity Fair, but it is this also just like is endlessly fascinating to me the fact that like the same story can be licensed from different sources. So the right. Nicholas Cage one is from the Texas Monthly story, okay, in two thousand nineteen. The John Cameron Mitchell one is from the Wondery podcast. So Got they're it. all based on different source materials, just like the Netflix documentary was based on other source material. Like it, it, they're all separate.
1: We used to have years between the different takes on the same story, and now they're all fucking at the same time, which is crazy.
2: Hey, Lindsay Bobby, medium time, long time. Um, so I had to pause the episode because you called Leona Lewis a them. Um, I literally don't think I've ever seen her face with the exception of that album cover for Bleeding Love. No way is she a them. No way. Crunch, crunch. Lindsay,
4: Lindsay, Fiona Lewis is a hoop. I'm like, I'm like questioning everything that I thought I ever knew. I just, I'm like shocked because your judgment is always, always impeccable on this like I never ever have a quibble and I just this one is like shaking me to my core I I need context I need examples from the text I need you to defend your position on why you think Leona Lewis is a them I'm just I'm shocked um not a fault I mean I think you're entitled to your opinion and I still love and respect you but I just I am shook uh She's definitely a who.
0: Crunch crunch. That's just a taste of the number of people who <laughs> called it and said, Lindsay, you're out of your mind. Leona Lewis is the prototypical who. Are you crazy? And I will echo that sentiment. Lindsay, are you crazy? You've had a week in timeout. What do you think now?
1: Who texted us, Jeff? That was like, not only did she like she was in cats and she flopped it, like she flopped.
0: No, cats. let me read Jeff's let me read Jeff's full text.
1: <laughs> I love you, Jeff.
0: Let's see, Jeff. Leona like, Lewis, Jeff, Jeff. On Friday morning, I love when I love when our best friends like fully listen. The, the moment the episode comes out, it's shocking. Kelly's
1: not listening. Kelly's like, wait, I'm behind. Jeff's like, wait, actually,
0: waking up to a text from Jeff. Leona Lewis made Cats flop on Broadway, the all-time <laughs> longest-running show previously. She's beyond she, a who. He's he's so right. The all-time longest-running show previously. She flopped She's beyond it. a who.
1: She showed up and it flopped. And I then followed listening. followed
0: closely three days later by Kelly saying, "Our patio furniture is Christopher Knight." <laughs> <laughs> the delay in her listening, <laughs> I love it. Those are the same episode. Um, anyway, Leona Lewis, Lindsay. one, two, three, who. Oh
1: yes after the many calls and jeff's text i reconsidered i dug deep i did a Mm -hmm. little googling i had a little Mm -hmm. thought process spent some time with my thoughts spent Mm -hmm. some time with myself and i came to the conclusion that she's a who she is a who okay
0: good we've done it
4: so what if it hurts me Yoda Lewis
2: is a hoop. No way is she a dumb. She's definitely a
7: who. Definitely a who. I be
2: happy. I literally don't think I've ever seen her face.
5: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, medium time, medium time. Um, I'm watching Good Girls on Netflix. It was an NBC show, but it's on Netflix now. Anyway, um, and it's starring Christina Hendricks, Retta, and Mae Whitman, um, I think in that order. Um, Are they, can, can can you rank them, please, from who to them? I think they're all who's? Um, I know, the only thing I've ever seen Reddit in was, like, a comedy special from back in the day. Mae Whitman, I know the face, I know the name. She's like a bridge to Terabithia or something, I don't know. Um, but Christina Hendricks is the lead lead, uh, and she looks super familiar, but I didn't watch Mad Men. That's the only other thing that I know about her. Uh, anyway, she's, she's, like, gorgeous, and she's kind of, I mean, she's carrying the show, and it's, it's, it's really good. So, anyway, just wondering, um... How are they who's? Can you who to them them please? Um and have you seen the show? You might enjoy it. Thanks, Crunch Crunch.
1: Don't forget Good Girls is one of those shows that was kind of a flop and then got a second life via streaming and then, and then got picked up back again and now it's like only because people on streaming were like this rules.
0: It's still on NBC, yeah but it people but it got it, like
1: that boost from the from being mm-hmm. on streaming. People were like, "Oh, totally. this is actually fantastic." But the but the kind of normal, boring uh, I love to watch primetime TV, people ne- did not like it at first or right. didn't weren't well, responding to it. Well, my sister
0: watched it from the beginning because I was visiting my sister when this show started and It's good. <laughs> and it was like maybe like 5 weeks into the series yeah. And she was like, so you're here with me and I have a very specific routine. You're just going to follow me on it. Like, I'm not changing my routine for you. That's just the because cutest you're a guest. older I sister
1: like, shit to do. Because you're like, I've lived my whole life. You're like, I literally did this growing up. Like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I know. And I like went with her to Target, like helped her do this thing. And she's like, and I'm going to watch Good Girls at lunch because I have to catch up. And I watched like an episode not knowing what was happening. And then I caught up on my own. And then I never kept watching. But it was very. It's a good. It's it's a a good show. show. And my sister's been trying to get me to keep watching it for a long time. I've heard that it's great. But the three people I know who they are—they are Christina Hendricks, Retta, and Mae Whitman, aka Egg.
1: I will say it; they have a nice, same famous vibe going. I'm not sure it's yeah. exact same famous, but we're we're talking. This is good casting because all these women have kind of the same buzzy. Oh, we like them. Oh, and I, I think like they're them. all I've who's. Seen, I've seen Parks and Rec. Oh, I like her. Uh, I saw Parenthood. Oh, I like her. I saw Mad Men. Like very interesting. Vice. I think
0: they're all who's. I will say I think they're all who's. Is that right?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost
0: willing to, like, Christina, for sure May Whitman, Christina Hendricks and and Retta, I'm willing to, just based on, like, the popularity of their most popular shows is kind of through the roof. Like, Parks and Recreation Mad Men are not small shows by any means. And also, Retta, mononymous.
1: But, like, Christina Hedricks doesn't even clock in, like, the top redheads that you mention when you're, like, redheads <laughs> in Hollywood. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just. And it's not fair because Amy Adams isn't even a real redhead. So you, she's, she's that's fucking true. Christina over. That's true. She's bumping let's her down the them list all and who's. fucking her over. Okay. We're calling them all, all who's, but let's who rank them, them from
0: who, who we are, who we est. How about that?
1: Okay. So who, who we are, who we est. Okay. So that's technically them to who, but that's fine. Okay. Yes. Who, I have a ranking. Who we are, who we est. Sorry, it's throwing me off the the way that we're doing it backwards.
0: So one, two, three. So them to who, which is really who, who we are, who we asked. <laughs>
1: them to. Okay. May Whitman, one, two, who three. we asked. Yeah. Right go- Now you're going who to them.
0: Well, I'm starting okay. at the bottom.
1: Okay, bottom. May Whitman, yes. Who we asked,
0: yes. Yes, for sure. Who we are. One, two, three. Christina, Christina Hendricks.
1: Hendricks? Okay. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay.
0: And then who? Retta. Retta. I think, and I think, I think they're so close, and I think the mononymous, the mononymosity of it all.
1: And also, I think people cared more about Rheta on Parks and Rec than they cared about Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks on Mad Men, and I don't, I can't really back that up, but it's just a gut. A gut feel i mean
0: maybe it's wrong because christina hendrix is the lead of this show <laughs> you also but... have
1: not watched mad men again must i say so you really I know are... i've
0: watched i've watched more of good girls than i've watched of christina Hendricks.
1: i've been trying to get bobby to watch mad men for the past like month and it's just so it's just flopping it's just not working christina like, Hendricks. no
0: it's just like i'm rejecting it every time yeah. i reject it i'm like thank yeah. you for trying <laughs> no I have to watch The Circle. Sorry, I have to watch Pig Royalty yeah. on Discovery Plus. Yeah. I'm all caught up on Pig Royalty on Wait, Discovery Plus. If you
1: mention Pig Royal to me one more time, I'll we'll kill you. But you're dunked Pig Royalty, it's time to watch Mad Men.
0: Well, no, they release new episodes every Tuesday.
1: Okay, if the... Mad Men, if Mad Men was on Discovery oh, Plus, would you watch it?
0: <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Christina <laughs> Hendricks has more Instagram followers just barely. Neither of them have broken a million. Maybe it is Christina Hendricks.
1: It's tough. Like it is tough. that's really hard to for me.
0: I just see also I see Retta everywhere online simply because of parks and recreation gifts.
1: Yeah. Is it treat yourself
0: a Retta joke?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: That's more culturally significant than anything, than anything to see anything has ever done. Right? Even and yeah. I'm and I know like oh, the yeah. T V writers are the ones who write this stuff. But like no Treat but, Yourself uh, uh, no, but is it's one Retta's. of the most yeah. like pervasive sitcom jokes of the generation, you know? right? The like generation. That's everywhere.
1: The generation.
0: Um, I, I'm going to keep it red at the top. Barely. Barely, 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 okay. barely, 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 barely. Okay. Last call? Last call. No, two more.
7: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Um, Stomp, who are them? I think we've done,
0: we've done I think we've done this. <laughs> I don't think and we've done And since I think Stomp. we've done this, we're going to do it. We're going to answer the question and move on. If
7: we've
1: done this, can you tweet and tell us, don't yes. call. Just tweet. Just let us. Just tweet and say you you did stomp already. This is the second time you've done stomp.
0: Stomp. Who are them? One, two, three. Them. them. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> knows what stomp is.
1: Everyone knows how to bang. I had to go to theater and see banging on trash can. We all know what stomp is.
2: Is Saran rap? a who or a them? Living a Melita laptop.
0: Lindsay while this call was playing she said I hate you people by the way. No
2: I don't. I didn't <laughs> she said,
0: say that. I hate you people.
1: I didn't. This is a troll. Saran wrap. Who are them? This is this this is the equivalent of watching the circle to me like One, my brain two, is just three. Fried.
0: them. them. Uh,
1: who says plastic wrap? You always say saran wrap even if it's not saran. Even if it's a brand
0: name. It's oh, the it's God. the Kleenex. It's Saran. Of
1: plastic wrap. I bought Which cling wrap way, recently, and the cling
0: does not cling. I don't know what's happened to these. I've stopped clings. using
1: it. I bought some stasher bags. We're not using saran wrap anymore. Who needs it?
0: Single use plastics, not just who, ew. How about that? <laughs> single single use plastics, ew.
1: <laughs> That's perfect for Earth Day. Oh my god! Oh my god, it it's is Earth Day. Earth Day, and it's Bobby's birthday. And it's my birthday. And that's why we say to single-use plastics, not a who, an ew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And in some cases, both. Thank you for listening to another episode of this podcast.
1: Yet another. Keep
0: calling in at 619-who-them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. And you can be yelled at, (laughs) just like this last caller for calling in (laughs) about saran wrap. Keep listening after the theme song for really fun calling and doing amazing sweeties. Support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Yes, twice weekly bonus episodes. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Whos for providing the Rita theme song that we play on Tuesdays. And rate reviews review us on Apple Podcasts. We love your ratings and reviewings. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a good weekend. Bye.
1: Bye. Hey.
2: Hey. I literally don't think I've ever seen her
5: face.
4: Hi. Um. I think long time first time, whatever, I don't know. Um, but I am currently at work. I am a
7: resident, O B G Y N, and I was in our clinic um walking around and I saw Rita Wilson's face on the cover of WebMD magazine. That's all. Crunch crunch.
6: Hi Lindsay Bobby. I just want to say that uh I did the work and that photo of Barbara and Josh Brolin Jim John, James Barlin uh, <laughs> after they got their COVID vaccines is from 1999. I found pictures that are like, I don't know, paparazzi pics of them in those same outfits doing a photo shoot on the beach. So it's like, it is 1999, which is even more iconic. Crunch, crunch.
3: Hi, I wanted to let you know um, that I have been spending all all day long following the fight between Denny Lovato and the Big Chill Frozen Yogurt Shop. I wanted to let you know that for, uh, the Big Chill is just the best Froyo that I've ever had in my whole life. And if you can go there, the best flavor is half peanut butter and half vanilla custard. Um, okay, thank you, Crunch Crunch. Bye. Hi, Hey Weekly.
2: I am a big country fan and listener. Um, And Kaylee Hammock, you guys should actually look into, she is the only, like, out lesbian current country star that I know of. Um, And she actually said that um, uh, Mickey Guyton's Black Like Me inspired her to come out. And she has a music video for her song Sunroof, and her girlfriend is in it. So you guys should check her out. She does have a a funny name, but I think like she could be potentially another important person in country music coming up.
4: Hi, Lindsay, Bobby. Um, Long time, long time. Please come out with a brew weekly coffee. I would buy it. um, Or a brew that girl coffee that you can just replace the word who with brew. So there's like a, a world of possibilities there. Um, I'm sure I'm going to come up with more throughout the week, and I will keep you updated as I do. Um, Crunch, crunch.
0: Today's episode of Who Weekly was brought to you by the CW's new series, Kung Fu. Watch it Wednesdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day.